going on, everybody? Hello to all of you wonderful listeners out there, and uh, welcome back to another episode of Backseat Directors. I'm your host, Andre Hutchins, and today we will be reviewing a film that had uh, it had a limited release last December, just before the New Year, uh, but it was just released nationwide uh, this weekend. So yeah, we'll be talking about that in just a sec, but thank you so much for joining me. I'm glad all of you are here. Hello to uh, all of the anybody who's new, new listeners, welcome, and uh, to... All the faithful listeners that have been around for a long time, I'm glad you guys have stuck with me, especially after after the extended break. Um, So this is actually our second episode in quite a while. Uh, We released just last week our uh, review of 2018 in the films, uh, my favorite films from that year, so I gave a top 10 an honorable mention as well. Um, But yeah, that was our first episode in quite a while, so uh, I'm hoping this trend continues, hoping uh, this... Uh, this uh, um, podcast continues uh, regularly with uh, you know just my regular movie reviews and some new things that I'm I'm coming up with right now. But anyway, uh, glad you're here. So let's go ahead and uh, jump right in, okay? Okay. So my wife and I we we actually just had a date night uh, this past Friday night. Uh, we enjoyed some delicious Thai food. It's some of our favorite. And it was at our favorite Thai restaurant in Salt Lake City. Um, and then we ventured over to the Broadway Center Cinemas, which is actually, and this may come as a surprise to any of you film buffs who are listening and from Utah, um, I had actually never been to a movie at uh, Broadway Center uh, Cinemas. It's actually a theater um, that it's owned and operated by the Salt Lake Film Society. And so and they, you know, it's a small theater. They specialize in showing kind of more of those small budget and independent films. Um, but it was awesome. The atmosphere, well, it was very cool. It's very different. Uh, just a different kind of vibe um, that these small theaters have uh, versus, you know, the larger big chain theaters that uh, most of us are used to going to, you know, the ones that are all about the blockbusters. But uh, it was it was a cool experience. Anyway, um, so, so yeah, so my wife and I, we, we grabbed our seats, enjoyed a film that uh, I actually could have seen for free almost a month ago. I had passes to see an early screening of uh, On the Basis of Sex, um, but unfortunately I wasn't able to. I was supposed to go with my friend Sean over at uh, Real Bearded News, but as it is with life and uh, most of us know, uh, I wasn't able to go. But anyway, um, better late than never, right? <laughs> so yeah, anyway, I I, I think I, I mentioned it just uh, barely, but I, I meant to say it earlier. But yeah, the, today's movie and the movie we'll be reviewing today is On the Basis of Sex. So On the Basis of Sex was officially released on December 25th, 2018, but it was a very limited release. Uh, the movie expanded nationwide uh, just this Friday, um, technically Thursday, just because of those early previews. But anyway, uh, January 11th, um, it has official runtime of 120 minutes. So not including the credits, you can actually get out of the theater in yeah probably just under two hours. Um, it's rated PG-13. Uh, it's rated. It, it got that rating for some language and suggestive content. And that content being some kissing and hugging uh, between Ruth and her husband. Other than that, it's actually a fairly mild PG-13 movie. But on the basis of sex, it stars Felicity Jones as Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Army Hammer as Ruth's husband Martin Ginsburg, Justin Thoreau as Mel Wolf, and Sam Waterston as Erwin Griswold. Uh, the movie was directed by the New York-born uh, M- uh, Mimi Letter, and I believe that this was actually, in fact, her first full-length feature film. All of her other directorial credits that uh, I-, I looked up on IMDb 
almost all of them were uh, uh, directorial credits going for TV shows and made for TV movies. So congrats to her. Congrats to Mimi on getting her first big film. Um, and yeah, and I mean, <laughs> I mean, big, relatively speaking, you know, it's not like a $200 million Marvel movie, but uh, its budget was $20 million. And that's a lot a lot more money than you know TV shows that are getting. Uh, some, most TV shows are getting, but anyway, it, yeah, its its production budget was twenty million dollars, and as of tonight, January thirteenth, the film has brought in just under eleven million dollars at the box office. All right, let's go ahead and talk about this movie and uh, get into our review. So, on the basis of sex, is a uh, it's it's a biopic slash courtroom drama, um, and I'll talk more about that and 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 why I kind of. Uh, divided that up Um, but it focuses on the early life of Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg Uh, Ruth is the second of only four females ever to be nominated as a justice in the federal Supreme Court and she was nominated by former President Bill Clinton on August 10th 1993 and actually she still serves there today Uh, Ruth's journey to her current position was not an easy one and on the basis of sex will give you just a taste of of those travails and so, um, you know, when the movie begins, we first find Ruth as a first-year law student at Harvard, and it's abundantly clear that she is a minority there among her peers. There are only a few other women in that first year with her, and her professors, they they go out of their way to make sure that Ruth knows how disgruntled they are that she is there, as opposed to, a, you know, to a guy, um, and how she basically took the place of, uh, you know, a man that could have been there. Um, however, Ruth is not alone in her schooling. Her husband, Martin, is attending law school there at Harvard as well. He's in his second year, and uh, clearly this is a passion that they both share. Ruth is fearless, though, in her pursuit of her law degree, and she graduates at the top of her class, but even with those just outstanding credentials uh, and and all the incredible work that she went into her schooling, uh, the workforce it, it's no place for for women, at least according to the lawyers and law firms of that time. So, um, you know, so you'll see you'll see Ruth just really struggle finding her place, even after you know such a stellar uh, academic career uh, and graduate at the top of her class at at Harvard. Um, and and so yeah, um, that and really that's when the movie really starts to take off. So, uh, Felicity Jones she takes on the role of RBG or Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And I think that Felicity does does fairly well on her part. I really like Felicity as an actress. Uh, not that I've seen her in many movies, but what I have seen her in, she's quite good. Uh, so mainly uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story, and also as uh, Jane Hawking in The Theory of Everything. She plays the wife to Stephen Hawking. Um, and she, she does have some rage that serves well in helping the viewer experience her ups and downs during the movie. Um, you know, so you'll see those emotional highs, uh, with her successes and also just kind of the despair that she, uh, she begins that, that kind of settles in when she, you know, continually has door after door closed in her face. Yeah. So her husband, Martin Ginsburg, um, it's, uh, he's played by the ever charming army hammer and, uh, (laughs) army. Oh gosh, this actor army is a very charismatic a person. He he has just a certain way about him. You know, like, honestly, you can't help but smile when he does, and uh, and that really carries well 
in the movie. So he's he's very confident as Martin Ginsburg. I mean, just Martin Ginsburg himself is a very confident man. Um, and and Army does a great job in making you believe that one, he truly truly loves his wife. Two, um, he's not threatened by her intelligence nor her success. And three, he is an unwavering faithful supporter to Ruth. And the two work, they work really, really well together on screen, just speaking of Felicity Jones and Army Hammer. And there are also very strong supporting performances by Justin Thoreau and Sam Waterston. And uh, the movie, it, it, it really does not fail to create the social and political atmosphere of that era. And, and it, <laughs> it accentuates that discrimination with very blatant lines throughout the movie that will leave the entire audience gasping. Just, you know, very sexist, very discriminatory remarks just toward women in general. Um, and, and, and in some, there, there are some scenes that I think it, it was maybe a little bit overdone to where you kind of feel like, okay, and maybe, okay, I'll admit, maybe this is just my experience of viewing this movie as a guy. Um, so yeah, maybe I should just end it right there. Either way, either way, I, I did find those, those scenes and those lines a uh, very funny and also just very important to the movie. Okay. But let's keep going. Let's keep going. So um, where I think the movie begins to struggle is with its kind of its indecisiveness on whether to focus on, on the life of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, just kind of have as a true biographical picture or whether or not it wants to be a courtroom drama. And so I, I like both genres. I like both of those genres and I would gladly see this movie styled in either of those ways, but the film attempts to kind of combine both and it makes for a viewing experience that, at least for me, it, it will feel lacking in the end. And so after we came out of the theater, my wife, she actually asked me, she said, Did, didn't you want to see more of Ruth's journey and what happened after the court case? And the court case is kind of, the, that's the finale of the movie. And my answer to her was, yeah, it was a resounding yes. But that ultimately, it, it, it won't take away too much from my overall opinion of the movie. I just think... I think had the director or actually uh, whoever wrote the screenplay could have focused more on just having this more of a true biopic uh, instead of kind of combining these two genres together. But overall, I really like the movie. I, I mean, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she is a living legend. I, I, she'll, she'll go down in the history books, not not just as one of the most influential women of our time, but as one of the most influential and impactful persons uh, and a force of change for generations to come. So, and on the basis of sex, it, it's it, it is a good enough movie that is able to capture the heart and passion of this single individual. And so, my final recommendation on whether or not I think the film is worth seeing is a yes. So, yes, my backseat director's recommendation is a go see it. I like the movie. I think it is worth watching, and I think. Yeah, I mean, you know, for what movies are out in theaters right now, I guess if you haven't seen any of those big blockbusters, um, or if, I mean, if you've already seen them, then go see this movie, you know, go see this movie. It, it's well worth your time, and I think you'll walk away having enjoyed your time seeing this movie. So that is our review of On the Basis of Sex. Thank you, everyone. Thank you so much for downloading today's episode. I hope you guys stay subscribed so you can uh, stay up to date with all of our episodes. You can find Backseat Directors on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. You can find them on Google Play. 
You can find it on uh, Stitcher and Podbean, uh, Pocket Cast, really any of those uh, podcast platforms. You'll find backseat seat director. Uh, sorry, backseat directors there. And uh, yeah, make sure, please, this is something that will actually really help the podcast out. If you guys could just take the time, take a minute or two to just write us a review. I would love to know what you guys truly think of the podcast. Um, and yeah, any of those reviews, uh, specifically the five-star five ones, uh, they will really help the podcast to uh, just kind of move up in the charts and help us get noticed. And uh, that's a great way, if you guys are looking to support the podcast, leave us a review. Um, either way, uh, yeah, uh, again, thanks so much. And uh, hope you guys have a great week, and we'll see you guys next week at the movies. The Backseat Director's theme song is Let's Go to the Movies by Ozo Motley. You can find the album, Ozo Motley Presents Ozo Kids, and all of their other music on iTunes. Join the conversation online and follow Backseat Directors on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The BD Podcast. Don't you want to go? Yeah! Let's go to the movies! Take some friends Never leave early We'll watch it till the end It's movie day Yeah The time has come Types of movies we can all choose from. There's action, adventure, animation, and comedy. There's sci-fi and westerns and classics, documentaries. Uh, so many options, so much variety. There's a perfect movie for you and him and her and me. Uh, so find your seat in the perfect row. Sit back, relax, kick up your feet, and turn off your phone.